Welcome to the Everyman Sports Podcast, the show for fans, by fans. No former pros, no so-called experts, just real passionate fans. From outside on a porch to inside a living room, in the parking lot of a stadium to the dining room table, friends and families chat about their teams, their games, and what makes them cheer. This is Everyman Sports. Hello and welcome to another episode of Everyman Sports. My name is Chad. I'm the owner-operator of this podcast. Our number is 626-427-7678. That's 626-427-7678. You can find us all along uh, all the different uh, social media platforms. Uh, here we are a week after Thanksgiving. I'm here with my dad. How you doing, Dad? I'm doing great. Uh, Post-Thanksgiving, uh, uh, beginning of December, so all those holidays are coming up. So it's an interesting time, and we're coming down to the end of 2016. Most people don't like how this year went in total, so... I think a lot of people will be happy to see this year leave. Uh, but uh, enough with that. <laughs> let's move on. So let's talk about week uh, 12 in the NFL. We had uh, three uh, Thursday ne- three Thursday games for Thanksgiving. Right. Um, some uh, really good ones. Uh, first of all, the Cowboys-Redskins. Uh, Cowboys 31, Redskins 26. Um, the was most watched game ever in on fox on oh. on fox on fox television now no, no wonder the, no wonder they were touting it <laughs> they have you noticed they have a habit of doing that um yeah <laughs> but honestly probably the best game in terms of um uh competitiveness was the lions vikings lions uh tied the game at 13 and with about a minute left the vikings tried to go down the field started to throw the ball Sam Bradford yet again gets intercepted in their own uh, in their own side of the are, field, and then the Lions uh, just take a couple snaps. Are they the, the cardiac kids? Who are the Lions? Yeah, aren't, yeah, aren't all of their wins come from behind wins? It's amazing. Like every single one of their wins has been come. But from don't you like a team that uh, wins close games? Yeah, you know, well, on, a, on a regular basis. Well, yeah, it shows uh, it shows that. Um, uh, toughness. It shows that ability to get it done. You know, a lot of intangibles, right. um, but it right. also shows that you know they have the ability to make smart plays and not make mistakes when it really counts. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so they come back, kick the winning field goal as time expires, sixteen thirteen. Uh, Cowboys, as we mentioned, and then uh, a game that was supposed to be close if Andrew Luck was healthy turned out to be the game everybody knew what would happen if Andrew Luck was not healthy, and that was a twenty eight seven win by the Steelers. Um, I think at that point most people are just digesting, maybe starting to nap and fall asleep. So it's okay if they miss that game. Um, you know, but it is hard to go against the Steelers in prime time games. I mean, a tremendous record. I mean, over a long period of time. Well, I mean, that's that's just the franchise they are. You know, some things are just um, based on franchise, and if you're successful as a franchise, you're pretty much just successful. Um, it's just, just how it works. Uh, moving to the Sunday portion of the, the, uh, tilt, um, a bit, a pretty, I think what most people were surprised by was that the Rams scored 21 points, uh, but nobody was surprised that the Saints scored 49 in a drubbing in the Superdome. Hmm. Um, now how bad is this coach and who's the biggest money chief coach in the history of the NFL? I believe you're talking about Jeff Fisher, the head coach of the, uh, the Rams. Ding, ding, ding. Yes. Yeah, he's um, yeah, I t- he's consistent in that he's average. 
Uh, I think uh, consistent mediocre uh, is is a good moniker, but I guess. never has anyone been given so much over such a long period of time with so little return than Jeff Fisher. Yeah, oh, but the Rams... about Jeff Fisher. Yeah, exactly. Enough about Jeff Fisher. Uh, but the Rams, uh, yeah, so not looking good there. Giants, um, what everybody everybody figured, 27-13. to 13. Um, Janoris Jenkins uh, uh, making fun of uh, Terrell Pryor after the game. Uh, which was just insult to injury, um, but the Giants wheeled off. Was it their fifth win, sixth, sixth straight win? Um, might, might be six, and that that's that's incredible. You know, I'm looking at the record, really good, and watch, but I watch the games, and I'm thinking this team has so much room for improvement. I mean, it's 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 their their defense is improving, um, and their offense is uh, steady. Um, they don't run the ball, but they try. Mm-hmm. But they they're always going to throw it and they throw it successfully. Uh, but they beat up on the Browns, poor Browns. Um, Ravens are so now. Will, will the Browns get a win? Yes. Where I don't know. I, I haven't looked right. at the schedule enough to really pick out which one. But yeah, they're going to win a game. Um, Ravens uh, have sole possession of first place, nineteen to fourteen win over the Bengals. Um, Dolphins also continue their winning streak. I think they're at six straight. Um, 31, 31-24 over the Niners. They won the game on the final play in that they stopped Colin Kaepernick from uh, running into the uh, the end zone. Um, Panthers. Yeah, but, you know, sorry. But, you know that's what it is. Isn't that Chip Kelly's 10th loss throw out there? I think so. Uh, he's going to try. Uh, you know, whatever keeps his job. Uh, Buccaneers surprise a lot of people. Went at home against the Seahawks. Uh, but I guess if you think about it, a West Coast team traveling all the way to the East Coast, that's not exactly a, a recipe for 100% wins. Um, so it can be a little tough for them. So Who, who's, who's better, the Dolphins or the Buccaneers? Dolphins. Dolphins have a better oh. defense. Uh, I think if you put Winston on the Dolphins, I think that that's a dangerous right. team. Um but uh, I think the Dolphins' defense is better than the Buccaneers' defense. Uh, but I think the Buccaneers' offense is better uh, than the uh, Dolphins' offense. Mm-hmm. Um, Raiders had a big lead, and then they let the Panthers get back into the game. Thankfully, though, uh, if you're a Raider fan or a Panther hater, uh, the Raiders were able to come back and win again. They're undefeated at home, I believe, uh, with a 35-32 win. Now, um, did Cam... Uh... Did he dress in a fancy suit and crazy hat? And I think I, he, did. Did he even go to the press conference? Uh, he probably did, but you know, ah, you know, I'm just trying. You know, he as much sort, much more subdued. Um, I hate to say humbled, but uh, sometimes a loss. <laughs> you learn more about a person in a loss than a win. I think that's fair to say. Yeah, but from year to year, it's a big wow. Well, Superman, you know, the Lester's come off the S. Um, and speaking of come from behinds, in a game that I shut off because I thought for certain with five minutes left, this game was over, the Broncos lose a heartbreaker to the Chiefs. I, I, sw- I swore that game was over. Five minutes left, Broncos take a, what was it, a touchdown and a half lead or right. whatever. Um, I was like, with the way that those defenses were playing, this game's over. And then I wake up in the morning, a 30-27 win by the Chiefs in overtime. I couldn't believe my eyes. I really couldn't. Um, and uh, Yeah, so now where does that put the Chiefs? I mean, do they rank up higher now? Then the Broncos? Uh, yeah, because yeah. they, they have a better offense, and their defense is comparable. Comparable 
uh, to well, the Broncos. That's saying a lot. It is, but I mean that's been their strength the last couple seasons has been that um, that offense or that defense yeah. for the Chiefs. But you know when I think of Andy Reid, it's a disappointment. You know, can't fall in love with that guy. No, well five um, five NFC Championships games, only one Super Bowl appearance uh, with the Eagles, um, and yeah. not, you know I, they need to make they need to take a big step forward uh, in this in the playoffs if they make it. But that remains to be seen. Uh, and then just to finish off the week, the uh, Packers, uh, not quite relax, but uh, calm down maybe, uh, beat the Eagles 27-13 in, in Philadelphia. Uh, Wentz is, has come back to earth, which we kind of predicted. Um, but, well, uh, you know, the main thing is, that, first of all, the, the way the game started, Philadelphia gave Aaron Rodgers the ball. Yeah. I thought the situation there was you take the ball, stick it in the eye, and tell them not tonight. Well, that didn't work. So, I mean, that's on the coaching, right? The guy challenges a two-yard play. Right. Well, these don't exist. Well, they... And then spends two days after the game defending it till he finally says, it's my bad. Well, also, these are not two defense-minded teams. You know, I mean... Oh, one's knucklehead-minded. Well... I think that's true. One's on the hot so I seat. Think, I, think it's, I think I can say now that this guy's not ready for prime time. Who, Wentz or Peterson? No, Peterson. That might be true, but uh, for now he'll have to do. And how about throwing the ball deep? I mean, okay, they're saying there aren't people to catch it. Well, you might flag. You might catch that instead. But they you're might. not going to know till you do it. Nah, so now defenses jump all over him. Uh, yeah. You know? Yeah. I couldn't believe their defense against Rodgers. Don't you throw the linebackers up in the A-gap and threaten something inside? Some kind of rush? Some kind of disturbance? I guess not. Right? He never... He's got only a few times, Espe- right? Especially when he, you know, Aaron Rodgers is their running threat. I think at one point, he, for most of the game, he was their leading rusher. So, you know, you know he's going to have to throw the ball, and if not, he's going to run. So you keep the spine. I don't know. Yeah. Well, in the end, it didn't work out for them. Uh, so looking to this week in Week 13 in the NFL, as we're recording this currently, the uh, Vikings-Cowboys uh, uh, game is going on. It's 7-3 Cowboys at the half. Um, and there was a much debate about this game uh, in terms of the spread. Uh, a lot of people this week calling this game a trap game. A lot of sites have, you know, if you, if you follow any of those um, uh, statistical sites that sort of break down what the outcome will be, a lot of them had the Vikings winning a close game, um, or at least um, covering the spread. Uh, but uh, the, uh, the Cowboys, Vegas had it at three. Cowboys giving three, anywhere between three and three and a half. Um, and a lot of people calling this a trap game, wanting people to bet on the Cowboys. Um, what do you, what do you it's have? A trap. It's, a, it's called a trap game because it's in between two divisional opponents. Right. The Redskins last week, and then I think they have uh, the Giants next week. Giants, yeah. Right. The only thing I'll say about this game is that it's very unique because both teams played on a Thursday. Like, both have – it's a Thursday night game, but both have uh, a full week of rest. So I think this is a very unique game, too, uh, from that standpoint. So that's hard to really – Well, one of them got to stay home. That's true. That is very true. Um, but but Detroit's not that far from Minnesota. Come on now. Um, (laughs) um, so what are some other, uh, what are are some of your best bets of the week here? Well, we got a couple of Bruners out there. 
like the uh, Bengals I saw, well, I thought it started at Peckham and then one and a half, and I don't know, some people might have them at Peckham still, but still it's under uh, two and a half. It's the home team getting, and that's the Bengals. Now they're in disarray, and the Eagles are a nightmare and haven't won on the road, and so who knows with that, and I could see why that Peckham status would be there. Right. So I would take the, I, I like the Bengals there. And then, believe it or not, the Jets are out of the theory. They're home getting one and a half. And that was Beckham against the Colts. Oh. So, yeah, it's almost like they're begging you to take the Colts. I don't know why. Uh, I'll tell you why, because that offense, yeah. that Luck's healthy, and <laughs> Luck's healthy in that offense can can uh, can play better than the Jets' offense. Um, there's already reports out there saying, uh, you know, those who are close to Darrell Revis are saying that he's pretty much given up on the season. Well, um, I mean, I think the team should give up on him because that that guy has lost the most in the NFL in in skills, a diminished skill of any player. Now I know he had a lofty height to start with, you know, so that's a lot of coming down. But still, uh, he is nowhere near what he was. No, and he's well, he's willing to keep everything up front. Yeah, I mean, it was really indicative. You know, the the Jets actually were able. They had what well, we used sometimes talk about. In the uh, game against the Patriots, they had the ball, the the uh, the score, the clock, and the score. They had um, I think they had the ball still five minutes. The ball, the clock, and the lead. Yeah, and they had it. They they were up by one, and uh, you know they just could not move it enough to uh, to get any first downs and hold on to the ball longer. And then well, the part of the moving that didn't happen that I wanted to happen was spread related was they kneeled they kneeled down. They kneeled down after Legarrette Blunt had a had a long run to get it uh, within like the three yard within three yards of the the end zone. They yeah, kicked, they took took the knees. Yeah, if they kicked so the field goal, Belichick it, has a heart. No, no, I told you this. If he had a heart, he would not have um, taken the job of head coach in the New York Jets and then faxed back to the to the organization hours later. I resign as HC of <laughs> NYJ. No. There's no heart in that man, none. And then there's reports now. If you, uh, you know, depending so on true. depending on how you feel about Tim Tebow, he's got a book out. Um, I, I'm okay with him. I, I would have, you know, don't forget um, trivia question. He is the only quarterback to have won a playoff game, and then yeah. in subsequent seasons never started another NFL game. Wow. So he, who's the only one? No, he's the only one who oh. has won a playoff game. And in the following seasons after that playoff, never start. never started at quarterback another NFL Again. game. So, yeah. first, so that's number one. So if you believe it, what he, what now he says. Now the coach that put him in, what, what, what's he doing now? John Fox? No, was it Fox? I thought it was O'Brien. Or what was his name from? No. Uh, what, Bill O'Brien? No, I'm trying to think. Are you thinking of McDaniels? Josh, yeah, what, Josh, Mc, like that? Josh McDaniels, for the, at the time the head coach of He's the Broncos. He's at the Patriots now, right? Josh McDaniels, the head coach of the Broncos at the time, drafted Tebow, was then uh-huh. fired after one season because he wanted it to be, you know, the Patriot way, asking for, right. you know, he wanted to buy the groceries, the house, the kitchen, all the stuff. Yeah, 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 and they were yeah, like, no, 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 slow down. And he's like, well, I'm out of here. So he goes back yeah. to the Patriots. So then Fox comes in. Kyle Orton's at quarterback, and he's not doing too well. And finally, he's like, you know what? Fine, put Tebow in. And then they had that big winning streak. They won the West, yeah. and then uh, beat, the, beat the Steelers. Beat the Steelers, and in in overtime, uh, that was an exciting game. 
Um, sure. But yeah, so anyway, so if you believe what uh, Tebow says in his in a, in a book of his, he's doing a tour, you know, right. um, trying to promote it. And he said uh, in one chapter where he was part of the Patriots, he um, he's part of the he, he gets signed by the Patriots, and he's uh, been offered this endorsement deal, upwards mm-hmm. of you know, if, again allegedly, this is according to him, up to a million dollars for this endorsement deal. He goes to right. Belichick and he said, "Look, I don't want to be a circus. I want to be one of the guys." Do you think I should take this? And Belichick mm-hmm. and Belichick apparently said to him, "You know what? I think it'd be best if you didn't. I appreciate you coming to me, doing this mano a mano, blah blah blah." So, yeah. and he's like, "All right, I'll do it for the good of the team." And then, like days later, he's cut. Right. So you know that just at you know if you're looking for something that's anti-Belichick, which I always am, that's that's some good fuel for the fire. Um, but yes. Yeah, well, so. he started out this week. Who are they playing? The Rams? They are playing the Rams. Um, yeah, I heard that he's heard his, uh, part of his press conference, and the first thing he starts with how great the punter is for the Rams. Uh, boy. Yeah. That um, doesn't say much for the Rams, does it? No, it doesn't say much. Don't forget the Rams are co- <laughs> The Rams are starting. <laughs> well, that guy has the driest comedy. He does. Yeah, Jared has, uh, or, um, who's it, Goff? Yeah, Goff yeah. is, is going to be the quarterback there. And his second start didn't do too well. Um, in the previous two weeks, a third start. I'm sorry, start against the Dolphins and then the Saints. He got 21 points. I don't think they're going to get that right. much. Um, and uh, uh, talking more about the Patriots, though, um, I I'm going to state it here again, once again, yeah. that the Madden curse is real. Um, for those who aren't, oh, so they're at well. So no, here the Madden curse. For those who don't yeah, know, whoever's on the. Uh... On the game face. On the cover of the uh, Madden, EA Sports Madden NFL video game, uh, right. it's throughout it, throughout time has had bad seasons. Um, and who's on this year? Rob Gronkowski. And Rob Gronkowski is now out for several weeks after having getting sur- he needs surgery on a herniated disc in his back. He will mi- miss up to eight weeks. So if you do the math. And before that, he had a punctured lung. He had a punctured lug a couple weeks ago. The first couple weeks of the season, he had a hamstring that was bad. Yeah. I think he has only had like five touchdowns. And, you know, I mean, this right. is a guy who has upwards of Well, it's 15. amazing how the league can hum- humble people. It's true. Um, and this guy's, he, first of all, he's glass to begin with. He's a big guy. But, I mean, f- there's a reason why he wears all that armor. The man broke his forearm on an extra point try. How is that possible? Right. Like, that makes no sense. And that was a couple seasons ago. But yeah, this... I, re- I, re- I remember when that happened because the um, some some reporter asked him a Belichick, like why would he have him in on that? Yeah. So and 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 Belichick, I think, replied something like, "Okay, you guys tell me who's going to get hurt, and I'll make sure that they're not in there." Right, I know, but look, I I think I think we're all I think a lot of people, including Belichick, were a little enamored by his just pure size and say well this yeah. guy yeah. nothing could yeah. ever happen to him and so long story short yeah. you know don't judge a book by its cover so yeah rob gronkowski herniated disc so if you do the math he'd be if they made it to the super bowl he'd be back in time for the super bowl well you know there's a lot of sequoias laying on the forest floor that never thought they'd be there true many redwoods stand but many do fall so <laughs> um so yeah so that's moves in the fl news in uh major league baseball uh, the first really big signing, the first big big signing of the uh, Major League Baseball offseason, uh, Jonas Espedes, and the Mets 
come together for a four-year, $110 million deal. Um, he is now the highest, historically, the highest mm-hmm. paid at an average annual uh, salary, uh, 27.5 for an yeah. outfielder. Um, well, I'm figuring the last year of his contract, it will be his best year because I wouldn't want to, you know, be. I just feel the Mets. This guy, I mean, he loves golf. He loves. He golf. doesn't run out of stuff. I mean, I know he's a huge talent, but I mean, I, he takes it easy when he wants to. He takes it easy. Um, but and, and you got to pay the most ever in the history of whatever. It's, it's, you know, and then you and you're subject to that. But I mean, this this is where it is. Yeah, if you, can, if you can hit some home runs, that's always been true in baseball. But all, kind of... not only can you hit some, but also if you're the centerpiece of a win, of really just a win now or a win yeah. in the small window team, like the Mets are. Because yeah. I mean, yeah. five five right. young starting pitchers, uh, a small. But they don't have sticks. They don't but have. They don't have enough sticks. They had Murphy, and they got rid of him. No, he wanted to go, and they wanted to go too. Look, uh, as much as we're enamored by you know six straight right. postseason games with a home run, the man was right. still maddening during the regular season. So you're gonna, are you going to put up with 148 games, 158 right. games right. of nonsense for possibly, possibly six yeah. games of goodness in the postseason? Good luck with that. Yeah. It's not going to happen. So. No, you don't think Seth for this went to Fidel's. Uh, no, well, uh, well, you know, the man escaped Cuba. You know, those who right. escape Cuba, not often do they go. Yeah, he's a pretty good guy. Um, you know, but the, you know, he even said in the interview, like at the press conference, that one of the one of the questions were, um, "Hey, do you want to? Can you comment on his death?" And he's like, ah, "I'm not ready to do that," which is smart. You know, don't don't hijack your press yeah, conference yeah, yeah. for some sort of take the money and run. Right, you don't have to do that. But I think it don't was in, make waves. Right, but in terms of the deal with the Mets, uh, Cespedes, I think this was the real kicker because everybody was like, uh, the every prognosticator said he's going to get, and he want he wanted right. five years, five years, and their thing, their yeah. their number was 135 million, but he wanted that fifth year. I think what the difference was was the Mets gave him an absolutely blanket full. No trade clause. This is a guy who's been traded uh, one, two, three, four, I think four or five times in his career. Oh, he's, no, really? He's played, le- He's played. I think, ten years. No, but now he, now he can really, I don't know. I, oh, boy. But there's a reason that he's been in all these teams, all these different teams. Sure. I mean, well, he becomes a problem of some sort. I know, but at the same time, if you... Now you can't trade him? At the same time, if you're the New York Mets... And you say we have to do, but I, how many people call the Wilpons the coupons? I mean, there's a Bernie Madoff didn't give them. Well, no, no, no. Bernie Madoff was more than happy to take whatever money he could get from them, and it just so happens that Fred really enjoyed giving him money. But the point is, is that you get to a point where you're like, we own a franchise in New York City, in New York right. City. I know the Yankees who are already crying, you know, boo hoo yeah. at this new well, CBA. You know, they do need a feature. No, they need a first wheel. You know, you can't have a card bowl without one. But nobody... You know, and, and because David Wright's, you know, pretty, pretty much out of it, right? I mean... Well, here's the thing. If So there's David Wright who's, you know, he's got a, a spinal column issue and he's probably going to retire in the next couple of yeah, years. But other than the pitchers, who, who's the face of the organization? Uh, Lucas Duda, who, who's, he's the oh, most, come on. Look, you know, as much as we want to say like Duda, he is the fifth best, statistically, and I'm just purely statistical in the National League, 
He is top mm. five first baseman in um, at least the National League, maybe even baseball. I mean, you look at his stats, it, it's pretty incredible, but he's not mm. flashy enough. Jay Bruce is on his way out. R- Jose Reyes oh, is... Jose, quick enough. Jose Reyes is a retread. Um, Neil Walker had a had back on his on his uh, surgery on his back this offseason. so he's a question mark. Travis Darno can barely hit. So and Granderson's got one year left, and these young kids are just that. They're kids. They're too young. Mm. So you need Cespedes. All right, yeah, it's going to cost a lot on the back end, but what? It, it, it's all worth it if they win the World Series. It's just that simple. Oh yeah. Yeah, so that's all that really matters. Um, yeah. Speaking of baseball, the new uh, collective bargaining agreement was just um, uh, earlier today agreed upon. Uh, they haven't signed everything, but they have a handshake agreement to sign it, so there's going to be no work stoppage in Major League Baseball. Right. Um, well, you know when they agree that quickly, what that means to me. What does that mean? The prices went up. Oh, I'm sure prices have gone up. I mean, this is the most prosperous time. Uh, this whole millennium... You know, since 2000 has been the most prosperous time in baseball. Um, yeah, probably well, see how generous they are. Well, you know, but, but I mean, still, as silly as it sounds, it's the most affordable ticket. You have 81 chances to see them as opposed to eight in football, 41 in basketball and hockey. But now, with this new, with this new agreement, there's no reason to watch the All-Star game because it has absolutely no meaning now. Yeah, uh, for those who don't know, the collective bargaining agreement, they agreed to remove the uh, home field advantage clause to the World Series um, for, as the winner for the uh, All-Star game. Now, look, I mean, the All-Star game has lost its luster because there's no real leagues anymore. They're all under one umbrella. I mean... Uh, they were still the last organization to have speci- right. to have specific presidents for each league, but I mean, once free agency started, uh, that that killed any sort of National League pride, American League pride. I mean, when we're still bandying about if we if people want the DH rule in both leagues, I mean, that just tells you how how much has changed in the game in terms of um, uh, rivalry or 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 um, you know how you feel well, about each league. Well, I mean, American League was always the junior circuit. Right. They also have the the smaller smaller ballparks, you know, higher, um, uh, lo- um, uh, higher power numbers, all that stuff. Right. But I mean, look, I'm I'm happy to be gone with it. And I I I'm, I said this a long time ago uh, to those who listened, which weren't many. People don't want to watch the All Star game. Well, that's number one. You know, it's the I think so- the the home run derby is more exciting. Oh, absolutely, the home runs. I think they should bring back more of the skill competitions. They had one. Uh, there you go. Back in the back in the eighties, uh, you can see this very. They had like a um, uh, control hitting exercise. Yeah. Where like they had with like um, like uh, uh, walls out around the infield, and so you, the batter, try to hit the wall somewhere in the infield. Like it, you know, can you uh, hit the ball the other way? Can you pull the ball? Can how precise can you hit the ball? Um, another one was the um, uh, the outfielder throwing competition. Oh, I'd love to see Cespedes in that. Like, yeah, can you imagine some of those other skill skill? I mean, hockey has the best skill ones because they've got you know the slap yeah. shot. They've got can you uh, the speed competition? Yeah, how about that? How about a speed competition? That makes sense. That yeah, makes sense. That'd be great. How fast can you run around the infield? How fast can you run from um, second base to the center field wall? Yeah, but I'm thinking with the contracts and agreements. Oh, it's never going to happen. Risk. Yeah, they're not going to do that. Right. That's that, that's a dream. It's never going to happen. Um, but but anyway, 
So uh, I never liked the uh, home field advantage for the winner of the All-Star game. What I did yeah. want, and because it made no sense, because they can do it in all these other leagues. You tell me you can't do it in baseball? The team with the better record hosts the World Series. And you can't tell me stuff about, oh, you know, the... That um, makes sense. Right, that but, uh, you know, scheduling conflicts with flights and then the hotels. No, Are you kidding me? Please. If basketball can do world. it, basketball can do it, and they have four rounds of playoffs. Hockey can do yeah. it. They have four rounds. You have three. You really have two, three rounds. You tell me you can't do it for that? That's that's preposterous. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm happy that that's gone. Um, moving over to college football because we're coming up to the end. Ohio State and Michigan, the big game, the big rivalry. Uh, ended in Ohio State victory. Uh, I think the score was, what, 20 to, I forget what it was. But, yeah, they pulled out a victory in Ohio State. Oh, 23-20 uh, it was. Uh, Michigan had a chance to win the game at the end, uh, but when I, were unable to. Uh, now Michigan falls out of the playoff race. Uh, Ohio State, even though it did not win its division and can't play in the Big Ten championship game, right. is already um, cemented a spot. In the, well, that's, that's uh, half the puzzle. That's half the puzzle. Right now, Clemson and Washington, both with one loss, are in. Um, so, do you, you know, because they're in their conference. Is Washington for real? They can be. I mean, they lost to a good USC team, but they still have one more okay. game. Clemson and Washington both have one more game for their uh, conference champion, the, back, the Pac-12 and the ACC championship games, respectively. Right. But here's the thing. Michigan is, you know, most people think they're the third best team, uh, but they're not even, they're third in their division. They're not even going to play in their the Big Ten championship game. It's going to be Wisconsin versus Penn State. Um, I personally am rooting for Penn State. Um, uh, I, amazing comeback. Huh? Amazing, well, not amazing comeback just from the, from the brand name. Yeah. From, from the scandals, from the talent that, that fled from, it's just, it's, Great story. The talent that fled, the coaching that fled. I mean, this was a guy, Bill O'Brien, yeah. who said, I'm going to be were, here. He left the ashes. He built it up for one year, said, I'm staying, and then, nope, you know what, the Texans come calling. Um, but, you know, I'd like to see Penn State also to, to give, you know, a big, you know, kind of a, hey, you know, to... Uh, Welcome back. Right, but not only that, but also to the selection committee for the playoff. Because their whole yeah. thing was, a couple years ago, they didn't let in Oklahoma or Baylor in the Big 12, because they didn't have a championship game, so they couldn't really send a, a a definitive champion. Well, here you have a team, either Penn State or Wisconsin, that mm-hmm. has a possibility to win a conference that you already have the number two team, Ohio State, in the country already in, and they're not even in this championship game. Got it. Got it. So this is a strong division to begin with. You're saying this mm. is a very strong division. So how can mm. you not take the champion of the Big Ten, Penn State or Wisconsin, but right, you take right, the right. second and even the third possible runner-up, yeah, Michigan? College football, playoff, politics, I mean, this is endless. Six, I think the next step is the six-team playoff. We're just like in the NFL. No, no, listen. They're going to get to eight before you know it. No, I know they're going to get to eight, but how about this? You know, because everybody's talking, oh, yeah, finals and all this stuff and trying to have the upkeep of, yeah, like they're really student athletes. Some of them. Some are, actually, but not all. Um, But how about this? Do like the NFL has. How about a bye week? 
You telling me that Alabama and Ohio State, you don't want to waste them on, you know, the Beefo Brady Bowl in St. Petersburg, Florida? Fine. You want to save that for something more well known, like, oh, I don't know, you know, the Gator Bowl, something that has a little bit more name recognition? So save those. You let, you know, the eighth and the seventh ranked team, or, you know, the sixth and the fifth ranked team fight it out in the Beefo Brady Bowl. And then they can come back for the Meineke Care Car Care Bowl or whatever. And then you go into the New Year's Day stuff. Rose Bowl no, and Sugar Bowl. That's too, much. that's too much. I but but I mean that's the next step. This four team stuff has got to stop. Well, what about the NFL having a New Year's Day game? I think the Cowboys are playing. Uh, well, yeah, the NFL this year is going to be on a. a hey, the, the Cowboys are proven they get huge ratings, huge ratings. Well, they draw all over. They are America's team. I don't know when that vote was held though. Hey, you know it's a situation in hockey. Uh, the other day, the uh, Flyers played the Bruins, and the Bruins had shots on goal lead forty-seven to twenty-four. Uh, so the uh, the Bruins uh, had a shots on goal lead forty-seven to twenty-one. Right, and they lost three to two. That's unbelievable. So I think they're going to play tomorrow. They play in Ottawa, but I'm wondering that it's going to be a letdown on some side. Yeah, I'm thinking more, more than likely they'll be on, on the Bruins side because they had the 47 shots. I mean, I'm thinking 20 to 30 is average in the NHL. No shots on goal a game? Yeah. So 47 is, is a lot. Yeah, no, it is. It is. Um, so what do you make of that? Like, what, like, what do you think the letdown would happen? I think, um, yeah, I think the Bruins at some point, you know, trying to score all those goals. That's that's a very th- difficult thing to to keep up with. Um, you know, you should be flat come out next time, right? Yeah, I think so. I think that you know you're not going to be able to really really keep up with that. Like that's you know. Now will that uh, it, and then what would would there be any effect on the, the Flyers having uh, having repelled all those shots? Um. I, I don't know. I think you, I think you. Would you come up weaker in the goal next time out? I don't know. Maybe in the goal, maybe, but um, eh, you know, not really. I think I think your offense, if you constantly are moving the puck, and you know, you, you know, like a fast break, you know, like any, like even in basketball, you know, basketball and hockey are very similar. Okay. Um, you know, you you tend to you want to slow it down on the defense. You know, because you don't want to go running, you know, sprinting back on the offense. They, that's where you get really tired, the sprint back. You want to kind of hold them in check, like, okay, let's let's bring them down to our level. Let's slow it down, slow the pace of, pl- pace of play. And you can do that on the defensive side. And so that, I think that's easier to do. So. All right, Dad. Well, thanks very much for joining me this week. You're welcome, son. All right, Dad. Thanks very much. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to everybody, and uh, please, we'll see you later. Uh, you can call us, 626-427-7678. That's 626-427-7678. All right, Andrew, please take it away. This has been another episode of Everyman Sports. The show's music is Cold Funk by Kevin McLeod and is licensed under CC Attribution 3.0. Everyman Sports can be found on Facebook.com, where you can like it to receive updates and news. Visit Everyman Sports in the iTunes Store to leave a review of the show. Also, visit everymansports.podbean.com directly to comment and support. Everyman Sports can be contacted directly at everymansports at gmail.com.